0: Triple Play Fantasy's football show with D-Mendy, Brastadamist, Doc, and Johnny Foosball starts now.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show a proud member of fantasy points and the fantasy points media group use code twenty one triple ten to get 10% off using that code for all the dfs optimizers fantasy advice all the good stuff they have over at fantasypoints.com plus Did, do you, we have
0: a code for that we do twenty one triple ten. as i said no 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 like us the uh, the triple play family do we have a login
2: we do i'll talk <laughs> I'll, I'll tell right. you talk about it off air
0: thank you um,
2: Just put the password and the username out yeah, there.
1: <laughs> good plug there. And, of course, they have a 50% off special for the rest of the season, so you get a good old discount using our code and what they're offering there. So a pretty good deal. D-Mendy here joined by Johnny Foosball, John Vetton. Now, John, I didn't get to ask you this last week, but I'm going to ask you this this week. Did you, uh, by chance, like the song, The Wheels on the Bus, by chance?
2: I I don't know what you're referring to, Dave? Um, the
0: wheels on the bus go round and round, Johnny.
2: Yeah, I, I guess so.
0: You don't have you have any idea?
2: I do, but I'm not going to. Oh, you okay. I just wanted to
1: see them. if you did or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: those Raiders
1: wheels those wheels
3: are on the bus are,
1: are going off.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's
0: what happened. The bus. The bus, honestly,
1: the wheels came off. But uh, Brad, why
0: don't you bring us back? You're the guy who's large and in charge. How are you doing? I prefer the term handsome and in charge, and. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm preparing for the, the Washington football team to get their win tonight with our third string quarterback who we signed off the Patriots and I'm, I'm ready to roll. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's going to be quite a game. Uh, COVID running rampant, obviously through the NFL, Washington being hit hard with all their quarterbacks, their healthy quarterbacks,
0: the NFL is like 90% vaxxed or something like that. And everybody's getting it. I can't imagine what's going on in like the general public.
2: It's because they weren't taking the precautions probably anymore.
0: Uh, Yeah, Yeah. a little more hazard.
1: It's pretty crazy, but before we go any further, i got to introduce a special man that you guys see at the bottom of the screen here right below me. And, of course, we welcome in a man that's making all man buns cool again. The co-host of the Open Bar Pod, this man raps, does his math, and follows only his path. The man behind that wet-ass tushy and strutting with the stroller it is Gabe, aka the Pillow Bun. How's it going, man? <laughs> I
3: loved seeing Johnny's face when you said the man behind Wet Ass Toshi. That was incredible. But uh, I'm I'm good, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. I I, uh, I put the hair down. You know, sometimes I like to switch it up. Uh, multiple brands, so I am currently FF hair down. But if I don't know if that was in the contract for me to have my hair up for the pod, I'll certainly put it up for y'all. But um, happy to be here. Mr. Man you, Bun, man.
0: I'll be honest. I did go on your Twitter and I did hear the Wet Ass Tushy song and I was impressed, man. Thanks. You bro. got some bars.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you so for, those, Pete. for those that have not been familiar with your work, obviously, you um, you do a lot of rap songs for people's intros. I've heard you obviously throughout tons of different shows doing unique stuff for their show. And then you also do your cool your own raps like the Wet Ass Tushy. And I know you've done there was one with a stroller, right? I just can't remember the name of it.
3: Yeah, we, a, a couple, um, I guess, with uh, basically the, the uh, announcements for the, the babies that we are yeah. <laughs> having. Yeah, so uh, we, we did one for each, uh, one for the, our son and then one for the, the eventual twins. So, yeah, twin again.
1: How do you, <sighs> how do you even think of these? Like, what, what goes through your mind to be able to, to but, come uh, up with what you do? <laughs> uh,
0: be- better question, better question. What's the most stressful part of preparing for a newborn?
1: <laughs> very different question <laughs> uh I,
3: I i don't know because it's you, you just you literally don't know what what uh it, what will become of it and and i don't think there is preparation really at all i think that's what's probably the scariest just there's no there's no prep like you've no you just literally have no idea until you do it like so it's yeah. uh i know it's a cliche answer but it, i get i guess it is true as far as the raps go, I, uh, I don't, I don't know, man. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think, I think it's wild to just the, the fantasy football ones, uh, like there, there's only so much you can really say. And then I, you know, at times I certainly feel repetitive, but it's just a a matter of, you know, different flows and melodies and, and, uh, saying it differently maybe, (laughs) but I always, I always hope that there's a different like pod that, uh, different pod idea that's coming to me so i can like actually bring in some different content versus
1: the same old same old but yeah yeah i mean it's very unique you and jake Trowbridge, i think are the most unique with you guys coming up with songs and and you obviously yours is raps his is more like songs and impressions but just very talented obviously i i think you have more talent in your finger than i have in my whole body and that's (laughs) probably a fact so uh very impressive to say the least bro uh but of course we also brought you shout out
3: What'd you say? (laughs) I said, I love Jake too. So shout out to Jake.
1: (laughs) He's awesome. Uh, But we brought you here also, not just for the raps and for the person. We brought you here for your fantasy football knowledge. And we've got a lot for today's episode. We have our week five shorts, our week 15 short stories, stuff for fluff. We've got the uh, Bleep, he's on my bench, and our obscure tight end touchdown of the week prediction. So make sure you stay tuned for all that. After we'll go to our question of the week, which Brad has not thought of yet. So he's going to think of mid show. And as always, we have our game of the week revealed at the end of the show. So if you guys are ready to get another episode started, then man, we're here to do it for you. Let's do it!
3: Yeah!
0: Davey, oh, right. yeah, you wanna you wanna switch it up and do the game first? <laughs> why do you always try to derail the show? Not derailing, you know. You just gotta keep it fresh. Sometimes keep everybody on their toes. Uh, oh sure, Brad, we can do the game first if you want. All right, let's do it. I have a little. I, th- game. I feel like you're
2: proud of your your game, and that's why you want. to no, Yeah, sure you can't can wait. Obviously, it.
0: no. I I kind of freestyled this game as well. I, I thought of the concept, but I'm gonna freestyle it. Hold on, let me. Let me get our sponsor up on the, up on the screen here. <laughs> All right. This is so,
1: like, Brad, you, we, we seem very unprofessional right now.
0: <laughs> we are unprofessional. This is very yeah, amateur. That's All really right. true. This game is going to be called Guess Who. I'm going to name some stats and you're going to guess who it is. If you get it right, you get one point. Zero
2: shot. I get this.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're going to get it. If you get it right, you're going to get one point. If you get it wrong, you're going to get zero. Whoever Fair wins enough. will get a special show. Do
2: we buzz in, or we do? A, or do we go around the horn?
0: We're going to do the same order each time. It's going to be Dave, Johnny, and then Mr. FF Manbun. All right. All right. So let's start out. Um, the first guess who is going Ashton to be Ashton Kutcher
2: it. in that movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Um. The stats are.
1: Are you sure you don't want me to do the no the news first so you can look up your stuff?
0: No, nope, I'm pretty sure. All right. Okay. The stats are 131 targets, 1,030 yards, eight touchdowns, 90 receptions. Who is this is that wide receiver?
2: Set this, this year,
1: Justin Jefferson.
0: This year. Justin Jefferson is your guess. Johnny, what's Ty- yours?
2: Tyreek Hill is my guess.
0: And FF Manbon? I like the Justin Jefferson pick, too.
3: Um, I'll throw someone else out there, I guess. Uh, Lock
0: it. The actual answer is Tyreek Hill. Oh. The man who thought he wasn't going to get a single one right got the first Just- one right. I feel like
2: Justin Jefferson has more yards than that.
0: He does not. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Maybe actually. More does. Yeah, he's got he's got twelve
2: hundred and eighty-eight. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Lo- the logic's though. there, guys.
0: Look at you. You're <laughs> locked in, Johnny. All right, let's <laughs> go to number two. This one's a little bit of a trick question. Thirty-three rushing attempts, two hundred and forty yards, six touchdowns. Who is this player? Thirty-three
2: for two forty and six. Oh, I know who this is.
0: You want to lead off? <laughs> No, don't you. You can't get any. Uh, you can't get any juice off of them. It's got to be you, Dave.
2: Maybe I don't know. Who this
0: Gabe's about to just get a, a freebie then with this one. Um, let me. Um, that's why I'm letting him go
1: last. I have no have, idea. Either. I, I don't that's think he tough. has as
2: many touchdowns. I don't think I have it actually. Thirty-three for two
1: forty and six. Uh, oh my God, uh, Jordan Howard. I don't know.
0: That's a good guess, Johnny.
2: Debo Samuel. Oh, mm. that
1: might be it, Gabe.
2: I think that's too many touchdowns, though.
3: That might be it, though. Uh,
0: Ronald Jones, <laughs> I
3: know, it, I know he doesn't have that many touchdowns,
2: but maybe after next week, the attempts, yeah, right.
3: <laughs> the
0: answer is, in fact, Debo Samuel. Jesus, John, oh. Johnny,
2: you're Johnny, you like, like playing
0: a best in, of like, three,
2: right? I win. This is like a hot <laughs> We got five,
0: we got five for this one. All right. 122 attempts, 547 yards, five touchdowns. Who is this player?
1: Repeat the stats again
0: 122 attempts, 547 yards, five rushing touchdowns. <laughs> <Now> that's <laughs> got
1: to be Ronald Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Those numbers are like so plain and vague. There's like no other hint.
2: I know who this is, though. I know you, you do, don't.
1: actually. No chance. Miles um, Gaskin. I don't know. That's this good
2: this is Josh Jacobs. Ooh. Oh,
1: painful. Gabe.
3: <laughs> if it really is, that's sad. Uh, maybe Eli Mitchell. I feel like he's
0: better than that, though. Cordero Patterson. Oh. Man.
1: I figure he would be an answer in here.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. I don't want to go too easy and give you Jonathan Taylor. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to quarterbacks here. I promise this is gonna be a quarterback. All right.
2: I was waiting for you to give the rushing stats of like Josh Allen or something.
0: I, I, I thought about it. I thought about it. All right, this one we've got thirty-six touchdowns, five hundred and fifty-four attempts, over four thousand yards. Who is his quarterback?
1: I think only a few have thirty-six touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns
2: because I think That's Mahomes.
1: Mahomes is one of the leaders, and he I think he has like thirty or thirty-one. <laughs>
2: Mahomes is not one of the leaders.
1: Yeah, he's in the top five in touchdown he is passes.
0: In the, He's in the top five, Mahomes is.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Justin Herbert. That's a good
2: this guess. Is, this is Tampa Brady.
0: Gabe?
3: If I'm allowed to also say Tampa Brady, I would <laughs> like to say Tampa Brady.
0: You are allowed to say Tampa Brady, and Tampa Brady is the answer. God, I'm horrible at this game. He's the <laughs> league leader with 36 touchdowns right now. Yeah, and even after that bad pass. game. what's that, Johnny?
2: Even after that bad game.
0: Even after the Crazy. bad game. All right, let's move on to some Last more one. pass catchers here. Uh, Johnny, what do you have three right now? Yeah, yeah he's gonna I, win. I, I think I've, we're, uh,
2: wow, we're, we're only what doing
0: five. <laughs> All right,
3: so I Last guess one's for three points, though, right? Yes, so yes. Great. That's right. Exactly. The
0: last one's for three it points. Depends on who gets it. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. This person is leading the league in tight end touchdowns with eight. They've got four hundred eighty nine yards receiving on fifty six targets. Who am I talking about? Mark
1: Andrews.
2: Hunter Henry. Ah, <sighs> oh, dang it! Oh, you're... stop it,
0: dude. <laughs> You're right. That yeah. one's got to be Hunter Henry. Yeah. You're right. It's actually Dawson Knox with eight touchdowns. Oh, is it goals. really? Oh. Hunter Henry's got seven.
3: Oh. Mm. Wow. I thought that's well. all that dude did was score So no one, <laughs> no one got the three-pointer. No oh, one
0: got the three-pointer. And Johnny, you are our winner. It's time to move on to the news and notes. You don't need to get me props. You don't get to shout yourself out.
2: I just want yeah. one one-man chair. I don't
1: have my soundboard hooked up. I'll hook it up while we're doing the news and notes. I'll give Yay! it to you. <laughs> all right news and notes. starting with the game this I, mean, I have to like collect
0: myself
2: i want to know the, in the early the one o'clock, uh, the the o'clock, o'clock game.
0: not
1: the the sunday night game. maybe okay. the uh
0: the question of the week might be the the philosopher of the coach game
1: there you go uh <laughs> all right let's start with some news and notes here giants wide receiver sterling shepherd diagnosed with a torn achilles he's out no for way. the rest of this year partly you know he you could expect he can miss part of next year too potentially just very kind of sad because Achilles injuries have shown it's very hard to come back from throwing Shepard. Obviously, uh, we're hoping that he can have a good rest of his career whenever it does continue. I don't really care too much about the fantasy analysis for that. I am going to ask you guys, Chris Godwin tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Leonard Fournette just got placed on IR right before the show started. So he's going to miss the next three games, and he's going to come back for the playoffs. Uh, and Mike Evans is week to week. And right now they're saying it's kind of iffy for this week there. It's they haven't been too clear if he's going to play or not. I'm curious for you guys here. Do you guys think the Bucs offense is in trouble? Or do you think that between Ronald Jones, between Tyler Johnson, between the two tight ends of Gronk and Brait, that this offense can still look pretty normal? Even if it's not like a number one offense, it could still be a top 10 offense. Gabe, what do you think?
3: I think, I think they're fine for the most part. I, I think Sean Payton knows how to play the Bucs pretty well, and the Saints is a pretty decent defense. The rest of their schedule's fine. I mean, the Panthers are an average defense too, but then they have the Jets, so like, yeah, they, they, they'll be fine. I, I think there could be a, a small dip um, and certainly a bummer, but uh, do I need to remind you that the starting running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is none other than Ronald Jones? <laughs>
1: It's pretty crazy. I'm gonna stay with you for a second. Is Ronald Jones a top twelve running back rest of season? Oh man, I think I I think he yeah. Yeah. Yep, let's go. Oh, I like it. <laughs> the coffee. It's just, for those- just him and Lev Bell. So if you guys want to hear something funny for those that maybe potentially picked him up if he was a free agent in your league because you wanted he was one of the higher end backups left. Uh, You have a slam dunk starter down the stretch. So let me ask you guys a question here. If you have, you have to pick three. You have Jonathan Taylor, who's obviously one of them, Najee Harris, Javante Williams, and Ronald Jones. What are the three you pick?
0: I probably leave out Ronald Jones. Just because I think that, that offense kind of showed against the Saints that Tom Brady, while we know he's gonna succeed because that's what he does, I think he's gonna need time developing, you know, you know, reps and, and and timing with these new wide receivers. Pretty much Antonio Brown is the only person that he's got comfort with. So um I, I expect them to be, you know, having some positive pass gaming script going forward. And I, I don't expect a lot of Ronald Jones touches and you know, with the signing of Le'Veon Bell and Every time Ronald Jones fumbles for whatever reason, Ronald Jones goes in the doghouse. So, I kind of I, I kind of lean on those other three. So there's a lot of Ronald jo-
1: Jones love and there's a lot of Ronald Jones hate right now. I don't know how I feel. We got a lover, I, we got hate. What do you think, I think
2: John? he's just a good pickup. I mean, but you, oh, you are gonna say I'm gonna drop Jonathan Taylor, the the RB one? Oh yeah, I'm gonna. No, no, I'm saying, like So I'm, I'm saying okay. of
1: the other, so you basically pick two of the other three who would. You I
2: pick? know. So, so what are you picking? The top three? You move yeah. the conversation from is Ronald Jones top twelve to is Ronald Jones top three? No, no, no. <laughs> like, I, no, I
1: said in that scenario, would you pick? Yes,
2: and that's what I'm saying. You You listed yeah. like th- <laughs> three.
1: In that in that scenario, <laughs> the top, he's
0: not the top three probably. (laughs)
1: So you guys have Javante Williams in a timeshare over Ronald Jones, who probably has it to himself.
0: uh, It's not that I haven't been timeshare. It's just that the other three have better situations. The other three are all lead backs. It seems like even Javante Williams, if he's not the lead back, maybe you could say he's in a 50 50 split. He's probably the most effective back in that, in that offense. And, you know, uh, especially they're going to lose Teddy Bridgewater. It seems like they're going to lean on the run. They showed that last game, so I, you know, I I don't think the the Bucks are going to lean on the run, right? They're going to lean on Tom Brady, so I I just I think he's in the worst position of the four.
1: Okay, well let's stay and let's answer this last question then, and you can just tell me over or under. You know, if you want to go deeper, you can. Antonio Brown, top ten wide receiver, over or under. What do you think, Gabe?
3: I think that's doable for sure with with both Evans and and Godwin out. That's
1: yeah.
0: 100%. Brad? Target monster. Absolutely. He might be the best receiver for the rest of the season.
1: John?
2: Over. And Brady already loved him before his other receivers went out. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, it, if you've kept him, he was one of those guys that people were cutting because he wasn't coming back until the middle of the fantasy playoffs. So if you kept him, uh, then you're in very good shape right now. He's a basically could be a league winner for you. Let's talk about the Broncos real quick. Teddy Bridgewater was carted off the field on a stretcher in the second half of the Broncos game to the Bengals. And he was released from the hospital. But right now, looking like Drew Locke will fill in for him this week. And last week, he came in, completed his first four passes, including a 25-yard touchdown to Tim Patrick. Got to ask you guys here: Is this an upgrade for the Broncos' wide receivers? Is this a downgrade? It's a very different kind of quarterback. You got no. Swaggy.
2: Did you see him fumble it? Yeah, <laughs> the answer I mean, you got swaggy is no. Steady here. What,
1: what do you guys think, Gabe? What do you, is it? Could this be an upgrade? It's hard to do much worse than how Bridgewater was doing. Drew Lock is is terrible. He's <laughs>
3: far worse than bridgewater. bridgewater yeah. Like the only thing Jerry, that bridgewater Jerry, sort of had was like accuracy. And that is not a drew lock thing. Yeah.
2: Jerry Judy still had zero catches and zero yards with drew lock. I don't know how you can pretend that it's an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, I guess let it down. Yeah, I agree. They need a quarterback in Denver. Do you guys know that Ben Roethlisberger passed Philip Rivers for fifth all time in career passing yards over the weekend? That's something pretty cool. Look
0: and at Howie uh, Long, man. I'm watching Fox News, or Fox uh, football pregame show. I was about to say, show. Bradley. Yeah, not- <laughs> Fox football pregame show. And Howie Long has looked the exact same for like the last 30 years. Yeah, You gotta buy whatever he uses.
2: x Great. or great?
3: Yeah. I, thought or great. Might, I thought he might have had a, a puffy coat on to, you know, yeah. get, get, <laughs> like out, get out ahead of Kurt, yeah, from the other night. <laughs> <time. laughs>
1: All right. Well, we could talk about all the COVID stuff, all those ways affecting your lineups, but I'm going to move into our next segment here. And uh, oh, yeah, before I forget, John, you've
2: thrown David's like time frame for when we should finish segments all for a loop. (laughs) I'll
1: give you first. I'll give you your cheer. He needs structure. He's like the military. (laughs) Uh, No, we're going to we're just on the fly. We're good. So. We're going to probably talk, I'm sure one of you guys have this as your short story, but this is one of my favorite segments.
2: Cool story, bro.
1: This is our, basically your short story, your week 15 short story. You can talk about a surprise, a victory lap, something you want to come clean about, or something that's stressed you out. It's basically your 60 seconds to vent, be happy, whatever you want to talk about, let the people know. So Gabe, give us your short story of week 15. (sighs) Oh. I don't remember a week
3: like this ever. (laughs) I mean, I mean, you, you see it all over Twitter and I think it's a pretty, even a cliche story. So it's kind of ironic that I'm saying that, but man, just, I saw one chart that like had the top 24 running backs, uh, with their points per game. And then it showed like their change in, in week 15 about every single one, all but like three scored less points than their points per game for the season. So I mean, it's just it's just tough out here. <laughs> it was it was just it was really like debilitating. Like I felt like I wanted to quit every single league <laughs> watching football on Sunday like it was such a high level of sadness,
0: but you know, we bounced back. <laughs> Not to mention every single player getting like paralyzed on the field. Yeah. Watching yeah. Red Zone was like there
1: was the, the, the Thursday with Thursday with Parham and uh, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, there did feel like there was some more of there that. There were
0: yeah, there were more. There were more. It was just it's I don't I truly don't think I've seen you know to quote Gabe like I truly don't think I've seen a week like that where you know if it wasn't COVID it was just you know injuries like it was just a rough football week where it seemed like everybody was just getting the short end of the stick.
1: I mean, if you go across the board, it was one of the craziest weeks. I mean, if you had studs on your team, uh, you were putting up, you know, it's just very, very interesting. You have guys at the top like, you know, Kyler Murray and Tom Brady both putting up barely double-digit fantasy. I think Brady didn't even put up double digits. I'm actually pulling oh. it up now. It was, uh, I believe, well, I'm going to let you talk your source around. and I'll pull it up while I, I, you do that.
2: I, I don't care that much about Tom Brady's single digit game. It's okay, David. <laughs> you, you
0: don't wanna know?
2: I mean, he got shut
0: out, so I I, I find it hard to believe he might have had a double digit game. But uh for my short story, um I I made the playoffs in one of my or both my dynasty leagues actually, and in one of my dynasty leagues, I, I kinda did the emotional hedge and You know, I got worried about the the COVID scares. I had a lot of players playing on Monday and Tuesday. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start all my guys from the Thursday and Saturday and Sunday games. And I'm just going to ride with whatever happens because in that league, the rosters are locked after the last game of the regular season. So um, I, I just made it work with the players I had. And I lost tremendously, like by 30 points. It was awful. Um, I made the decision to start Davis Mills over Kirk Cousins. And as it turns out, Davis Mills had a better point performance. So I kind of looked smart there.
2: Everybody saw that throw Kirk Cousins had. That was just fantastic. It was great. There's not not a ranking on the screen. Well, they cleared (laughs)
1: that up today. They said that apparently it was to Justin Jefferson who got tackled on his route. So he got tackled to the ground. And so he didn't even make it to the route.
0: That's a anticipation.
2: Shouldn't Kirk Cousins see that the man is on the ground? Exactly, yeah.
1: (laughs) I think he threw it as he was getting
2: tackled. Justin Jefferson (laughs) isn't that fast. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Uh, Here's something for you. So these are some of the really bad performances. Tom Brady, 4.76 fantasy points. Najee Harris, 4.6 fantasy points. Alvin Kamara, 5.1 fantasy points. Amari Cooper, 2.8. Jamar Chase, 1.3. Gronk, 4.9. Cordero Patterson, 4.3. Not to mention Joe Mixon, Michael Pittman, Kyler Murray. I mean, it just across the board. And even last night, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson had a touchdown in like 40 yards. So Dave, how
0: did you do? Uh, I know you were going to start Jonathan Taylor. You were, you were going down with the ship on that. How did you do this week?
1: Uh, well, in the two home leagues that I'm in, uh, the playoffs, Jonathan Taylor carried me. One, I won because the dude put up 40 points because nice. he had like a ton of these guys. And then the other... Home league, I was projected to get crushed, and then his team underperformed, and it came down to Justin Fields and KJ Osborne needing to give me eleven for me Ah, to win. There you go. And it came down, and so I I saw the first half, and I saw I was still losing, and I said, Am I really about to stay up for this game? (laughs) If Justin Fields and KJ Osborne do not get me combined eleven points, I'm going to riot.
0: Fields got that late night touchdown
1: i went to bed and i woke up to a text at like 4 a.m from the guy i was playing and he was like i hope he's like a fields throws a pick here i'm gonna that's,
2: that's also outrageously late because the game is long over at four o'clock
1: i know i, I mean he's i just still, woke steaming i woke up, up right? i woke up and i was like <laughs> i have to know if i was tossing
2: and turning if i have a red free I'm,
1: if I have a fantasy match and I and I go to sleep, like, sometimes I can't stay up for the games, then I just, like, I, I, my body wakes me up at, like, four in the morning, and then I'm like, all right, I'm checking. But, yeah, that, pulled it out in both of those leagues, so that was good. But that's mine. Johnny, what's yours?
2: Um, I don't really have a story prepared, but I just wanted to, like, kind of rant that, like, Derek Carr got his, like, 28th, like, fourth quarter or overtime game-winning drive which I think is a skewed stat because an elite quarterback does not need a game-winning drive against Cleveland <laughs> in <laughs> that situation. <laughs> so just wanted to put that two cents out there, you know, uh, still firmly on that Mariota train.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've been calling for that for a while. I honestly think you guys would be a much better team with Mariota.
2: I, well, so this what happens is they ran a few, of, like, just read options with Mariota, and then a couple plays, they get to the six, and then they take him out, and we don't get any yards. Yep.
3: <laughs> oh, Ryan God. Edwards okay. siding. <laughs> That's right.
1: At, uh,
3: one, one of his
2: three catches for eight <laughs> yards. <laughs> yes, he's one of
1: those players, I but feel like if you put him on a different team, he would no, be a he lot just better.
2: Needs, he just needs a, a better number one receiver like he was when Henry Ruggs was still playing. He was much yeah. better than he is as the de facto number one, it's just not going to work.
0: Have you guys been keeping up to date with that? Like, is he 100% like going to prison? Like what's the deal with that? Um, I, don't know.
2: <laughs> I haven't been following up on yeah, it, but I he don't... definitely is. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's... yeah, he is.
1: Uh, all right, let's go to our next segment, stuff or fluff. So I'm going to read you guys a couple statements. You're going to tell me if it's something that has stuff behind it or it's bunch of oh, it's a bunch of fluff. It's this or that, news or noise, same type of deal here. So number one, Tyler Huntley is worth a starting lineup or a spot in your starting lineup if Lamar Jackson is out in week 16. Is that stuff or fluff, Gabe? Stuff, big time.
3: I've seen it a couple times now and he's he's playing like pretty pretty well and and they they said a couple times that that some of the plays that they were running, they usually would only do for Lamar and like would not like even when Huntley initially came in, you know, he wasn't doing the plays that Lamar would do, but they gave him some some of those plays and, and did decently with them. So yeah, I I think he's all right.
1: Yeah. 28 of 40 for 215 and two touchdowns to the air. 13 carries, 73 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. The QB1 so far, I know there's still two games left. No, but...
0: Mark Sanchez looking handsome in the booth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh one interesting stat though is Baltimore totaled up 354 yards in this game. They've actually only done that as a team one other time since November 7th. So he really guided this offense right here. Uh now, Brad, is that stuff or fluff for you?
0: It's stuff for me as well. Um, you know, there's a reason the Ravens cut Trace McSorley. Um, he was kind of a, a fan <laughs> favorite he, and, and he's the Ravens. Not that
2: good. No, he was he was
0: good. He was good. Like if he if given the opportunity he, he really performed, and, you know, he was kind of a, a preseason hero for in Baltimore. Um, I I think the thing with Huntley is, like, he can't run as well as Mar because, obviously, nobody can. But the thing about uh, Huntley is he'll get the ball out quicker, and he'll make, you know, the first and second read and get it to them quicker. And because he doesn't have that, you know, ability to make anything shake with his legs at all times, he doesn't hold on to the ball as long, so... With that, I think the receivers eat more, and I think Andrews likes that, as you can see from the stat line. Um, Hollywood Brown likes that. You know, he would have liked it more if he had got that ball the, the two point conversion at the end of the game. But um, I think Huntley's demonstrated that he's a, a very capable quarterback. And honestly, I it's a very small sample size, but I think you have to consider if you're the Ravens GM, like before I pay Lamar four hundred million, can I make everything? Work Before with Before I pay a
2: unanimous MVP, let me try. Yeah, Johnny, two I love games. that. I love that. You're, <laughs> I love that you're
0: sticking up for Lamar because he is the unanimous MVP, and he is nobody to like to take a dig at. But in fairness, like this offense moves very well with Huntley, and if you, if I can get eighty percent of Lamar for ten percent of the price, like you have to consider it. Like as a GM, you just have to consider it.
1: That's probably why Lamar Jackson's trying to rush back for this game. I'm sure if if he Huntley has a couple more games like we just saw, that's going to hurt t- t- potential earnings and discussions with the Ravens. But Johnny's baby.
0: right. Johnny's right. Lamar is the best player. That like I'm yeah. not making that argument. I'm just saying Huntley's good enough that it's a conversation to be had.
1: It is, and he actually you mentioned Brad. He th- gets the ball out quick. He actually completed nine of twelve passes for 94 yards and both his touchdowns against the blitz. So he's yeah. really good according to NFL next gen stats. So really was able to make the defenses pay for blitzing, which for a young and quarterback, the blitz is usually really hard to diagnose and be able to read and, and do what he did. So fantastic work by him there. This next one might be a little more controversial. You should bench Saquon Barkley in week 16. Johnny, is that stuff or fluff?
2: I think that's a uh, fluff. I don't think he's been doing particularly bad at this point for you to say, oh, let me bench him. Uh, I mean, he's not doing round one of two years ago pick, but he's not he's not getting four points like Najee Harris or something. I mean, let
1: me give you, a, let me give you a scenario. He's, getting,
2: he's getting double digits.
1: Let me give you a scenario, Johnny. You have James Robinson, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, and you well, have— fantastic
2: job drafting. My goodness. And uh, <laughs> let's say
1: you have uh, Jeff Wilson as your fourth one. And Elijah Mitchell doesn't play this week. Who are you benching?
2: Um, who's Elijah? Who's uh Jeff Wilson playing? The Titans, uh, I think. Bench Jeff yeah. Wilson. The Titans are good.
1: So you'd bench Jeff Wilson in that scenario. Okay. So oh, you're yeah. still you're playing Saquon through and through. Okay. Gabe, I'm gonna ask you first stuff or fluff, and then if you agree with Johnny on that. I I would say that like
3: Uh, just considering the season, like who else are you gonna start? (laughs) Considering there's just like so little depth this season, like it'd be it'd be hard to find a Saquon replacement. Maybe you're right with Jeff Wilson, but like if it's Jeff Wilson, that's what we're like (laughs) doing here. Like that, I may as well go Saquon. But it is, I mean, and it is a tough matchup, and they're not they're not really giving him like the huge workload that he had before and that's that's the other thing it's like pretty much a timeshare like he's getting the majority of the the snaps but it's pretty much a timeshare and yeah that week 16 matchup is what eagles so i mean that's not easy by any means saquon barkley or
1: ronald jones (laughs) how you gonna do that (laughs) you know rojo (laughs) fire him Ah, up (laughs) i like it brad are you on the same page as these two gentlemen
0: I'm I'm benching Saquon to be honest. You, Eric, and I have been on the, you know, RB twenty or or worse for Saquon the entire year, and that's kind of played out. I I just don't think Saquon is going to be all the way back yet, and that game script with their quarterback and their very depleted wide receiver core is just going to be rough. They're going to be looking to pass for from the second quarter on pretty much. Um, I, I think we're living in a world with COVID where, you know, we got a guy like Reynolds on Detroit who could be an RB one each week. Like, uh, COVID can take out anybody's starting rece- starting running back, and just make somebody uh, a, a complete, you know, running back starter. So I, I, I think there are too many options to go with. Um, to to pick Saquon, I, I just think there are better situations. So last week, Saquon
1: Barkley, 15 carries for 50 yards, 3.3 yards per carry, with his longest run being six yards. Yeah, Devontae Booker, that same offensive line, same quarterback, yeah. carried the ball eight times for 74 yards, which is 9.3 yards per carry, and had a 31 yard run. X-ray now it seems like rape. seems like Booker <laughs> tends to hit the hole harder and doesn't do as much dancing as Barkley. Exactly, Barkley, and, and that's yeah.
0: not going to last, right? Like we know what Barkley is, and you know when he gets back completely healthy. Next year, which he will be, it, it typically takes two years to to come off of an ACL. Um, we're going to see the Barkley of old, but um, until then, I, I'm not really taking a chance on him.
1: Right, fair enough. Let's go to scenario. Let's go to number three here. The Cardinals' passing game is in trouble without DeAndre Hopkins. Gabe, is that stuff or fluff?
3: Uh a, a bit of stuff. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of surprised, honestly, like because because Kyler was really like, just spreading it around and just it seemed like he was just seeing things differently. And it didn't even because Hopkins has been kind of hobbled for a little bit. Anyway, I think this has been ling- lingering for not just like last week. I think it's been longer than that. And so I thought he'd be able to spread it around more than what I don't I can't even describe that Lions game. Like, I don't even know what to say about (laughs) Kyler Murray in that Lions game. So maybe a bit of fluff, but maybe it was just like a weird game for Kyler. Like, I, I think he should be fine with what he has currently.
1: 23 of 41 for 257, a touchdown and a pick. No Cardinals receiver reached 100 yards against this Lions secondary. That's one of the worst in the league but they had three receivers record at least 64 yards in this game, so they kind of spread it out. Obviously, also, they only had 14 carries between James Conner and Chase Edmonds, so you'd expect it to be in a neutral game script that they could run the ball more, which might set up better play action, and maybe he can do more through the air. But, yeah, I mean, you, it's definitely a downgrade for this offense. I guess it's just, you know, with them losing DeAndre Hopkins and the attention that he brings defenders, are these guys good enough to get past you know it's kind of like christian kirk now you're getting the number one and then or aj green's getting the number one christian kirk you're now getting the two instead of the three Ertz, you know it's Ertz. you're now more focused in the game now because defenses are focusing on like it's kind of a domino effect and, and i'm interested to see how it does play out johnny are you what do you think about the passing game for arizona
2: Oh, absolutely a downgrade, and it's not just the attention that DeAndre Hopkins gets. It's DeAndre Hopkins is really good, (laughs) and Kyler Murray clearly, you know, suffers whenever he's missing. Yeah,
0: fair enough, Brad. Same on the same train here. I agree, it's a downgrade, but I'm not exactly panicking. I, I think Man Brown brought up a great point when, like, you don't know what exactly is happening, like when you can't explain what happened and. I don't think any of us can explain what happened against the Lions. I think you just got to chalk it up to an outlier and kind of forget about it. Um, Hopkins has either been injured or missed plenty of games this year, and and Arizona is kind of they've trucked along and they've won games, so I'm not worried about them long term. But I do think it's a downgrade in terms of you know the the passing attack. All right, let me ask you guys this: Kyler
1: Murray or Matthew Stafford in Week 16? Kyler Murray. Still Kyler for me. Johnny?
2: I'll just go Matthew Stafford to be contrarian, even though I'm not really a big Stafford guy.
1: (laughs) All right. Kyler Murray, who is playing the Colts at home, or the Cardinals are at home playing the Colts, or Josh Allen against the Patriots in Foxborough?
0: Kyler Murray.
2: Uh, Honestly, I think they're going to... force feed Josh Allen to try and, and recover from doing absolutely nothing in the first game against the Patriots. So I think just by definition of forcing the ball to, through Josh Allen and his legs, I think that he'll be better.
3: Right now I'd say Josh Allen, but I'm we wor- I mean, Beasley just went on the, the COVID list and I'm the, he is a receiver that uh, hangs out with other receivers. So I mean, oh, I was <laughs> I was going
2: to say I didn't take that into account. I was they're really going to miss his nine catches for forty five yards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I th- and I think Gabe Davis is one of the ones that was uh, unvaccinated as well. Him and Beasley. So oh I mean, no, if he's out, yeah. if he's out too. Like I and I don't know their digs are not like it scares me a little bit but he's he's got the legs to to kind of recover from that as we've seen with a couple games ago when he had that hundred yard uh rushing game so i I'd, I'd, I'd go Allen. i can just trust josh allen
1: more than kyler right now i think when you said that gabe davis was unvaccinated that's what was i was about to say oh yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i have yeah. a, a I'm relying on him in a lot of leagues, and he was my next one on this list, which is good foreshadowing here. Gabriel Davis is a great flex play moving forward, but it sounds
2: like there's a decent ending, possibility. Pending COVID status, I guess. <laughs>
1: it's hard
3: to speculate it, that. I mean, there's no really clear way to do it, but
1: possibly. The, uh, Gabe Schefter on the inside scoop. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we I all saw him the-
2: picking up a lot of tissues at the grocery store. I think. Yeah. I think we got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're worried.
1: <laughs> so if he plays, we're all very interested in him as a top thirty wide receiver play next week. Oh yeah, big
0: time. I'm not really.
1: Ah, the contrarian Brad. Okay, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. No, I.
0: I mean, Gabe. Dave, he had a good game. He's had those before. I. He's not some good that's recently. Br- Brad, let me uh-huh. read
1: you some numbers here. So he had, obviously, last week, seven targets, 85 yards, five catches, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And he had 25.5 fantasy points, which was the third highest among wide receivers at the end of Sunday's games. But he's put up 40.8 fantasy points over the last two weeks, which is wide receiver four over that time span. And it's had double-digit fantasy points in three straight weeks. So,
0: but, but take that all the way back to the beginning of the season.
1: But the difference is Emmanuel Sanders isn't playing.
0: That's when it, it's been and different.
2: neither is Cole Beasley, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so
0: I, I see the vision. I, I don't know. I just don't trust him. I, I agree if like they had them back,
1: but that was the the how it correlated was he basically was taking the he was the deep guy. He was the the kind yeah. of taking Sanders targets now, and that's why it's kind of been that switch for him now. But sorry. So that sounds like we're there. This one is gonna include this segment. Duke Johnson is the running back to own for the Miami Dolphins. And I'm also gonna say Someone that you might start as a maybe a deep flex play next week. They're playing the Saints. But uh he's it sounds like he's gonna be the lead dog from everything I've heard this week. Uh Brad, is that stuff for Fluff?
0: I'm I'm avoiding Miami <laughs> Miami running back in perpetuity. I uh I think if you do have him, you kinda have to start him in your flex. I don't know he'd be your starting running back, um, but I think he's worth a starting flex position over like a, a wide receiver that you know two or three but uh if i can avoid starting a dolphins running back i'm going to especially against the saints
1: fair enough are, are we all avoiding that matchup because of the saints
2: oh yeah i was gonna say you said everything i've heard this week like he didn't play two days ago
1: <laughs> Dude, two days is a long time I, like I hear so much especially <laughs> plugged into twitter all the time gave up so you're on the same page
3: yeah, I mean, and the, the Jets matchup was like fantasy gold. Like y- yeah, you won't yeah. ever get, I mean, the, the Jets are the worst team in the league in, against the run. Um, And and so, I mean, it, it was it was a smash matchup, but I don't think it'll ever happen again. And, and with other guys coming off
1: the COVID list too, I think it's just
3: back to a nasty timeshare.
1: <laughs> so this is a bonus one really quick. We just go really quickly, 30 seconds or less for your answer. James Robinson, over or under 25 fantasy points. He goes against the Jets this week.
2: Oh, I mean, maybe. 25.
1: 25 is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but he's the only, Carlos High's on IR. Why is that the line? Why is
0: 25 the line? Yeah, I, I, if I had said 20. That,
2: I think he's got to go under. If I said 20, would you guys so have all said much. over?
0: 20 is a lot. If you had said, like, 10, I'd be like, You're, okay. You
2: got, you got him getting 130 yards and two touchdowns. PPR,
0: yeah. I
1: mean, PPR, he's going to get the catches, too.
0: You sure? Well, all right, well.
1: Trevor Lawrence has been awful. All right, Brad, I will, Brad, I'll make you a bet. I'll bet you he gets 25 or more fantasy points. You can get the under.
0: I will take the under, happily.
2: Pod bet.
1: Am I, uh, Gabe, what, if you had to put a number to James Robinson, what would it be against the Jets? who just gave up two touchdowns and a hundred yards to Duke Johnson. So it looks like the, the, the average that they allow is
3: 35.8 to all the collective running yes. back position. So I, I think it's honestly like a relatively fair line. It's just like insane.
0: <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, they're the worst team in the league against running backs and there's nobody that's going to spell just or James
0: Robinson because Carlos
2: now Simon that Urban Myers out of there I'm yeah,
0: just, but you're you're not taking into account the Jets will be playing Jacksonville like all all the time that the Jets they're playing better teams Jacksonville's they're fighting for that number one spot you know number James one Robinson graphic. can still
1: get a hundred yards and two touchdowns and they lose
0: it's possible that's why you have the bet that's why it's a high bet. line I, I yep. you might We've be right uh... yeah it's, I, I I see the vision but it's just a very high line.
1: All right. Uh, so it sounds like Gabe and I are on it and you two are not. So what's the bet? Uh, I want, I want you know pick. what? If if we win, I want Brad to sing to open the next podcast.
2: I want him to do that in general, most podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then um, if we lose, you have to think of something.
0: I don't know. I, I, Brad singing is my thing. pretty lopsided so far.
2: David has to get rid of the all these buttons outro. (laughs) That's that's
1: a lot to give up. That's a lot to give up. Okay. Well, we'll bet it then. All right. Then uh, let's move to now one of our last segments of the show. Let's go to the, uh, one of my favorite segments. He's on my bench. So this is a player that, hopefully it didn't cost you your fantasy matchup, but somebody you instantly regretted leaving on your bench when the game started. Gabe, who was that player for you? Oh, uh, it's easy.
3: Hunter Henry. <laughs> he's, on, <laughs> he's, on my, he's on my bench, like everywhere. Uh, ugh, it, it hurts. Just like 25 point SFB. He's on my SFB bench too. <laughs> oh, Who's uh, your starting
1: tight end over him? Knox. So, ah. uh, I,
3: I feel that's the thing is like I ha- I always had a tight end that I feel like I didn't necessarily make the like wrong well, I did make the wrong decision. But I mean like going into it, it seemed like it was
0: fine. And then my God, oh
3: that was tough. Hunter Henry, man.
0: I had the exact same issue. I I started uh Zach Ertz over Hunter Henry because I liked Ertz's situation better and I very much regretted it.
1: Hunter Henry just all he does is catch touchdowns. Pretty much I bet yeah, having two in that game. That's a hard way to start. Did you win that league? I uh or the Scottish Bowl, did you look like you're gonna win your matchup?
3: It's we what we're we're uh pending a, a Cooper Cup uh game. Ooh, a bit, a big like a big Cooper Cup game would be pretty neat. So uh yeah. <laughs> oh, I, never I, mind. I
2: thought you're playing against them.
3: <laughs> oh no, all the way all the way up, Cooper Cup. Let's go. All all the way cup. Uh um, ah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, uh, yeah, but I lost everywhere else where I didn't start Hunter Henry. So yeah. you said, Brad, that was yours
1: as well. Hunter Henry.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Johnny. So I had, uh, uh, Gabe Davis on my bench and Oof. I played a and player t- who was ejected early. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I re I regret that. And I'm, I'm projected to win by three in that league. And I, and I would love to win, get through this week and coast on a James Robinson, 25 pointer uh, to take me into the championship against the jets. But it's pending (laughs) pending some Matthew Stafford action. He needs to go. He needs to not throw to Cooper cup. I'm sorry. He needs to throw to (laughs) no one. He needs to fumble it. He needs to throw some interceptions.
1: (laughs) Oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So hopefully one of you is happy because. Either yeah, Cooper Cup eats, or I mean Matthew Stafford does well. I mean, I her. have
2: so I have some wiggle room, but it's not enough for my liking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, mine's Gabe Davis too, and it was um uh, I help I was helping my, my uh sometimes you get the satisfaction of helping someone else out with their team. They didn't know what they were doing, and I picked up Gabe Davis, and instead of starting Gabe Davis, I started KJ Osborne, and. Obviously, that did not look well. It
2: worked out. We heard we heard your story. This David with a two (laughs) partner. Well, no, that. Well, this was
1: for their team that they I picked K.J. Osborne over Gabe Davis because I was like, uh K.J. Osborne, the number two in that offense on uh, Sunday night football, Monday night football. I'll take that. And did not work out well. I but am any,
2: happy at the seven o'clock start time for these Tuesday night games. I think that's just nice. so much better for us East Coast people. I love I it. Won't, it is. I, won't, I it hope is. we can just go to bed with a win and and won't have to Washington stay and pick up late. Wake up at four o'clock. up at four Yeah, the, Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. I, hopefully, I won't have to.
1: <laughs> is uh? Is it on Red Zone? Like, cause they have two games at once. do they think do, like,
0: let me check right now. Because yeah, that's I'm watching Fox for the Washington and uh, Eagles game. Yeah, no, no red zone.
1: Because I would have liked if they could have shown both of them going back and forth. It would anyway. be
0: nice, but no. Right. Oh,
2: Antonio Gibson already has a touchdown.
1: He does indeed. There we go. All right, well, we're going to get People ready. We're going to love to
2: hear that on Thursday when we release the pod. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Good.
1: <laughs> this is good podcasting. All right, let's go to our obscure tight end touchdown of the week calls. So a tight end rostered in 50% or less of ESPN leagues do you think scores a touchdown this week So, technically, these games don't count. My prediction was John Bates, for what it's worth, that he was my prediction for last week. So, that's pending. Now, Brad, you are the clubhouse leader. You have three. John has one. I have two. And could tie you if Bates scores. Eric still does not have a single pick correct. And our guest has two. So, Gabe, you can help the guest tie the lead here by picking your tight end. Who do you think, after today's games going into week 16, is the tight end that scores all
3: right? And this is uh, I have to look at the roster ship in ESPN. Is that right? Yeah, sure. but that, that was a basic okay. uh, format. And feel like it's I had that of... pulled up here and I, I was surprised. I saw like I think Hunter Henry was like under 50 percent. Is he really? Yeah. yeah, so I'm not pick- I don't that's, outrageous. that's, that's, not, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm not picking him. I, I, I there was another one I thought would have been fun. Oh, I uh oh, Shag Hennessy. Uh wow. for Jacksonville. Yeah. O'Shaughnessy. So uh, yeah. And he a, O'Shag Hennessy. Uh he had a, he had a decent little game for for where the are you Texans. from, man. Where am I from? Yeah. What do you mean? Montana? Original. Montana, huh? Okay. Yeah. Why? Because I said Oshag Hennessy? No, you,
0: you just got a <laughs> lot of you got a lot of references. I'm I'm curious where you're from, uh, who you grew up with.
3: <laughs> Yeah. Uh you know, just well. That was just the key, the key and peel bit. Was that? Is that what you were referencing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same Absolutely. reference. Okay, yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So, and and it's another decent matchup. Again, the Jets awful. So, uh, I I think he could be a fun little streamer. I just I and he's like not owned at all. Like one percent owned. So I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> swing with something weird. But yeah,
0: there you go. He's not.
3: You're right. Weird. All right, Brad. What's your call?
0: I'm gonna go with my guy out of Miami. Brevin Jordan, he's less than 1% owned. Um, he's the Houston TE1 pretty much. Now that Davis Mills has been given the the reins, they want to see what they have in him. So they're throwing a lot. They want to see if he's, you know, worth holding on to or if they need to go draft a quarterback with their first round pick next year. So I'm going to go with Brevin Jordan. He seems to be a big target for, for uh, Davis Mills. He's got um, seven targets last week four targets the week before, three targets and three targets the two weeks prior, and he's got three touchdowns on the year. So, Brevin Jordan is my my sneaky pick.
1: Okay, I like it. Johnny?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Albert L. on the Broncos. The like Raiders that. get eaten alive, and uh, that they're missing some linebackers, so that pretty much spells disaster.
1: Okay, I like it. I'm going to go with Cameron bright who's less than 2% owned, and I think with the loss of you know, you have uh, Mike Evans potentially out. You have Chris Godwin potentially out. Antonio Brown might not play a full game. He's coming back from, what, like six or seven weeks off. So he probably do a lot of two tight end sets. And who better? I mean, he had four targets last week, two catches. I mean, against Carolina, where are you sure Brady's going to be throwing a bunch after going scoreless last week? Who say he can't get in the end zone? So Cam Brate, my call. And that will take us to the last segment of the night, which isn't going to be the game of the week. But instead... It's going to be the question of the week because Brad decided to switch things up. So all right, Brad, what's our question this week, which of course is sponsored by monkey knife fight, which is the official affiliate. Triple play is an affiliate of monkey knife fight. The fastest growing sports betting site in the United States. New depositors receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars using promo code triple play. Brad what is our question to close the show.
0: All right. Um, our boy our boy Kevin just uh dropped a video on our YouTube channel for his 2022 Dynasty mock draft. And I'm curious for those of you playing in dynasty draft leagues, who's gonna be your your first round choice? <laughs> Is the number one overall pick or no, just your first round ra- just your first round choice. Who are you targeting? Wherever you're you're slotted to draft.
1: <laughs>
2: such a vague question. It is
0: a vague. Listen, I, I did it on the fly. This is all I got. Do you want to try to think of a will
2: get. One? I'll get that. I want that Alabama receiver, Williams, Jay Williams. Oh, yeah.
1: He He's good. Him.
2: Yeah, I think. I, what if he goes to Oakland, too? Be, or Las Vegas? would be very fun.
1: I like Kenny Pickett. Re-
2: replace replace Alabama receiver the first round? with Bama receiver. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: Kenny Pickett is projected to go in the first round.
0: No, no, I know Pickett, but I'm curious the uh the Alabama receiver.
2: Yeah, he's like the number number two or three wide right receiver what to about, be determined. Uh, still, there's still some movement.
0: What about Mechie? He just tore his ACL. Is he gonna come out?
1: Uh, I'm not the, as big a Debbie guy as others, but I mean, you I'd have to look where he's probably where he's supposed to be drafted, and then you got to he probably decide if it's worth going back to school or not, because you do that, your draft stock can take a hit. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, do you have a
3: pick? So we were just talking, uh, rookies. Yeah. Just a a first round. Yeah. yeah, In your first round. Um, yeah, I, I I do either Kenneth Walker or Traylon Burks. Um, I don't don't know. I I really like, um, Traylon Burks. That dude is just so explosive. I'm excited to see uh, how he tests and everything. And, but I I like, I like Kenneth Walker too. I think he has a good, uh, resume for, uh, running back in in the NFL.
0: I think this is like a super deep draft for like projects, like somebody you're going to draft and they're going to sit on your bench for like two years and then just make a splash, especially in the quarterback area. I like, uh, yeah, I'm probably avoiding QBs. (laughs) Yeah. 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 There's going to be a lot of QBs that go like second round that actually might be, you know, really good. Like Carson Strong out of Nevada. I don't even know if he's a first round pick but he's probably a first-round talent, so I don't, I don't know. Quarterbacks
2: always, as we get closer to draft day, always sneak their way into the first right. round. It, ju- yeah, it just yeah, happens. Yeah.
1: You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, as we get a little Debbie action going on in here. uh, Shout Gabe, out Kevin. Yeah, of course, yeah. Gabe, appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Ton of fun having you, and uh, really appreciate you joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, fellas. Start Ronald Jones. <laughs> i love that well besides the ronald jones plug why don't you plug all the great stuff that you're doing whether the open bar pod any kind of other work you want the people to know about uh the the,
3: the open bar is a, a bit of a hiatus status right now I'm, I, we feel like we're more of a an, a non-points scoring season podcast i guess <laughs> and uh so you know speaking of the the dynasty talk here we're i think we'll be excited to getting into that here um in 2022 so um uh, but follow my man j mike j mike check he's he's the real one and um i don't know but that, that shout out to everyone who's asked me for um intros and giving me that opportunity and uh continue to uh put those out there wet ass tushy Woo!
1: <laughs> you haven't seen wet ass <laughs> tushy Johnny. you got to check that out when we're done with the show
2: uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one alone video. I love. <laughs> All right,
1: well, everybody that's tuning into the show, whether you listen to the podcast, watch the YouTube, however you consume it, appreciate you each and every single week. Next week, we'll be joined by another great guest to break down week 17. Uh, break down week 16. Look ahead to week 17. But until then, everyone be safe out there. Enjoy your seven hours of commercial free football. And we're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns. Catch you guys in the next one.
2: That outros.